Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in today, taking time out of your life to pause and to enjoy this episode wherever you are. You're going on a walk, if you're laying down at home, in your bed, or maybe you're multitasking, wherever you are, thank you for tuning in to this episode. I'm really excited about this topic. We are going to dive into the six ways that you can really decide if someone is draining your energy after being around them and really focusing on relationships in your life and really noticing when you're feeling drained and when you're feeling energized after being with someone. So get ready, tune into this episode. It's going to be a juicy one. Before we dive in, I just want to give a few shout outs to some countries that are tuning in. Thank you, United States, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, New Zealand, Kenya, Mexico, Russia, France, India, Argentina, Hong Kong, Norway, just a few countries that are tuning in. I see you. I thank you. I honor you. If you find any value in this episode, you enjoy it, please hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Maybe even screenshot this episode and share it on Facebook, on Instagram, or whatever social media you use, and tag me. I'd love to repost and give you a big shout out. Thank you so much, and here we go. So the first sign you want to look for if you feel drained after being around someone is if the relationship is one-sided and if it begins to feel beneficial only to one person. You might have someone in your life, maybe it's a longtime friend, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a family member, but this person, you notice that after spending some time with them, you feel drained. And if one of the reasons is you begin to notice that it just feels one-sided, that this person, you know, by no fault maybe of their own and just consciously isn't able to recognize how they impact you. And maybe this person just doesn't ask how you're doing and doesn't hold space in the conversation to ask about how your day is or what you've been up to and maybe how, you've been going through stuff or maybe you're in a different mood and you know being able to hold space for your joy if that's you know always not been the case you start to notice that you feel like you're once in a one-sided relationship that they you're always more there for them than they are there for you and that will leave you feeling drained that will feel you 
make you feel at times resentful or make you feel like that you're the only one showing up in this relationship and almost not cared for. So that's one sign. The second sign is you haven't set and expressed your boundaries to this person, right? So you might feel drained after being around someone if you haven't set boundaries and expressed your boundaries to them. So oftentimes I like to say that if you start to feel triggered around someone or you just kind of feel some sort of way in the moment or maybe afterwards, that's a good indication that you haven't set a boundary. Something has not been said. Something has not been expressed on your end. And so you're holding on to either past feelings, past resentment, um, past frustration, anger, past uh, disappointment, or even just, you know, your boundaries are being crossed. Maybe you're on the phone with them and it's past a certain point, maybe more than an hour or something like that. And you have other things you need to get to that you had decided that you needed to for the day. And because now it's been a pattern and it happens more often than not, but you haven't expressed to them that, hey, I only have an hour on this call and I'm not going to be able to talk more than that. Or I only have about 20 minutes. And that you can easily become a hard or awkward conversation if it's someone that you're used to talking to all the time and you haven't expressed this boundary to them. I have done a better job nowadays uh, after realizing my boundaries. Uh, when we get on some Zoom calls, my husband and I have some date nights with some friends and a couple friend of ours, and we get on some Zoom calls once a week or every other week. And you know, our calls can last a long time, but I have been getting better at being able to say, especially being on a screen all day, I work from home and see all my clients and do a lot of my work from the computer. So I'm staring at a screen all day long and I get tired. My eyes, I like to give them a break, especially in the evening. But I've been telling them in the text message, hey, I have about maybe an hour or so left in me to be social and to be on a screen. And we stick to that. Uh, they respect it and I express it. I noticed that earlier on during quarantine, I wouldn't and I just would be super tired after Zoom calls or FaceTime. Sometimes it was nice, but oftentimes I would feel so drained. And I realized, oh, I'm pushing past my limit. I'm pushing past a point where I, I'm on a call for longer than I want to be. And for whatever reason, and it's and it's on me, right, to really express that boundary to the other person. So noticing when you start to feel a certain way and noticing if it hasn't been something you've expressed to them, a boundary uh, to this person. The third thing, if you might be feeling drained after being around someone, if you feel like you are performing and not being your authentic self, are you wearing a mask, you know, kind of just kind of faking it around them, making small talk or noticing if you're not sharing something about what is going on in your life, either a joy, a celebration or something sad or hard. Noticing like if you're trying to put on a front and uh, just kind of show up in the relationship and perform and not be your authentic self. If you feel like you have to act a certain way for them to respect you or to like you or to accept you and that can feel draining because if you can't just show up as your whole self and just 
feel like, hi, you know, I, I'm just, this is me today. Like maybe I'm in a low energy or maybe like, hey, I just got to celebrate this thing. I'm so excited to share this with you. If you feel like you have to tone police your emotions, bring it down, dim your light, you're going to feel drained after a while. Um, and you might be thinking of like, is this the same person in your life that you feel these things with? Is this different people? And just beginning to pay attention to those patterns, those signs. Number four, you might feel drained after being around someone if your relationship feels superficial, if it feels forced or abusive. You know, if you think about longstanding relationships you've had and, you know, maybe even family members where you feel like you have to have this relationship with this person or a friend you've had for a long time. And because of the years of the relationship, you have to stay in that relationship. Or if it feels like this is all I know, I have to be there for this person. Or if they're being abusive in any way, emotionally, physically, um, whatever is there that you feel like you ha- you have to be there for them um, or else they are saying that they're going to do something to themselves if you leave. And so you feel very scared or you feel guilty for leaving. Um, just remembering that you have the power to say no. You have the power to end a relationship without needing to go into depth about the why that you can walk away from relationships that don't feel good to you and don't feel good to the future you. And it doesn't matter how long you've been in that relationship. It doesn't matter if it's family or not, that you're not tied to anybody. You don't have to be. You don't owe anybody anything. Your birthright was freedom. You were born free. And so really remembering that, even though if it doesn't feel that way right now, that you, you know, when you over explain, that's a sometimes a trauma response when we over explain, especially coming from certain backgrounds and cultures. We are kind of been conditioned to over explain ourselves and really try to get people to understand us. And that's from a place of desiring people not to be mad at us and to like us and not to disappoint them and not to make them feel bad. And it comes from a good place. That's a very loving gesture. Um, But at what cost, right? At what cost? At what point do you draw a line in the sand and say, you know what? No more. I love you. I wish you well. I wish you peace. Um, I will miss you. I will think about you. I will send you love from afar, but I have to cut ties with you. I no longer can be in this relationship and I'm walking away. I'm blocking you. I'm not going to be answering your calls. I'm whatever it is. Maybe I need some space. Maybe you need to take some time apart and come back together at a later date when it feels healthier. But when you feel drained after being around someone, it's a good indication that the relationship feels forced. It feels superficial or abusive. And it's it's time to really evaluate that for yourself and to think about what you want to do about that. Number five, you might feel drained after being around someone if the type of conversations you are having are emotionally heavy or unhealthy, right? This might look like engaging in gossip, right? Engaging in conversations that don't feel healthy to you that might be you know you might be going through some stuff emotionally you're going through your own you know kind of day-to-day things or 
life stuff is happening to you and you're just like, I'm just not in the headspace right now to have this conversation, to be engaged in this conversation. Uh, Maybe you're trying to insert certain boundaries around certain conversations and not to be involved in them. Right now, politics is a big thing in the United States um, as we're in an election year. And sometimes people have boundaries around that. They don't want to talk about it um, day in and day out. And some people do. So really beginning to notice that you might feel drained if the conversation just feels emotionally heavy or unhealthy all the time. And again, that's kind of a good indicator for number two, you haven't set and expressed your boundaries to this person too. So would would that make a difference if you named it, if you told the person, hey, I, I'm actually not in a headspace where I can hold a conversation like this today. And depending on how much you want to share with that person, depending how close you are with them or whatnot, you know, you can give them a little bit of insight if you feel like you want to or none at all. And knowing that that's your right too. And number six, lastly, you might feel drained after being around someone if you are taking on the problems of others, of theirs, that really is not your responsibility, is not for you, right? What things are you taking on that's for others? Uh, There might be on their own journey, their own lessons that they're learning for their own life, things that they're healing and working through. I like to kind of really remind myself and um, say that people are not toxic, right? That word can get thrown around. And at some point we were all all toxic to somebody because we're working stuff out on each other all of the time. But it's the idea that Right now, we're just not in a healthy place together in our life juncture, and we might just need some space and time and, you know, wish you both well and kind of move on. But the important thing here is that you're not taking responsibility for something that isn't yours. You're not taking the emotional labor on, especially as women, we tend to take on all of the guilt, all of the shame, all of whatever else somebody is going through and make it ours. And it's our responsibility to hold everything that, you know, isn't really ours. And it's time to stop that. It's time to say, okay, what is mine? And I will own that. And I will take accountability and responsibility for my part, my doing, and what is yours. And not to take on the other person's emotions, not to take on the other person's problems and make them your own. Right. You can be there for them. You can be a friend. You can be a shoulder to cry on, but you're not there to fix anyone. You're not kind of entering into a codependent relationship or you are in a codependent relationship where you are feeling like, you know, the other person has to fix you or always be there for you and making one person your everything. That's not healthy. It's not a balanced relationship. It's not a fair relationship. Um, And you really want to strive for being in an interdependent relationship, whether it's romantic, friend, family. And all of those signs are really important. So I'll go over all six of them really quick. But these are some things, some patterns to notice if you are in really any relationship. Again, thinking about all the relationships in your life, but noticing when you might feel drained after being around someone. And here are the six signs that. That might be the case for you and something to look at. So number one, the relationship is one-sided and beneficial only to one person. Number two, you haven't set and expressed your boundaries to this person. Number three, you are performing and not being your authentic self. 
Number four, your relationship is superficial, forced, or abusive. Number five, the types of conversations you are having are emotionally heavy or unhealthy. Number six, you are taking on the problems of others that you are not responsible for. So if any of one of those felt like, you know, is coming up for you, then that's something that you might want to just take notice on and just begin to pay attention after a conversation, how you feel with someone. Did you feel filled up? Did you feel drained? Did you feel like you were your whole self? Did you feel like you had to hide parts of yourself? Did you feel judged in the relationship or conversation? And these are all signs to really note for yourself. And then what do you want to do about them? Is this relationship important enough to be able to work through that and bring this to their attention and have an open dialogue about it? If you feel like that's not going to work out for whatever reason, what do you want to do next? Is this some relationship that you want to end, walk away from, maybe give space to? And just remembering at the end of the day, you don't owe anyone anything. And whether it's family, friend, coworker, your main relationship is with yourself and making yourself healthy and happy, being your best, healthiest version of you. And again, it it takes some time to really practice boundaries, expressing them and doing it in a way that feels respectful of the other person to respectful to you really stay in your dignity stay in your power um stay in your control i know sometimes emotions can get heated and we can exchange words that we later regret so just take some time to ground before responding and know that at the end of the day if you make a mistake we all do we're human that happens that what did you learn from it what do you want to take with you in the next relationship or into the next part of your life and really apply what you learn there? Do you want to get better at expressing boundaries now because you didn't do such a great job with that before and the relationship kind of ended in a way that you wish had ended differently? And so now you learn something new and you want to apply it next. But the important thing is not to stay anywhere that you feel drained and that you feel is just being forced or feels like you're just faking it um, or you're feeling like it's just not adding value to your life and you're just staying there for the sake of staying there, whether it's because of the years put in already or because it's family. Um, But really know that, again, you get to choose who has access to you. You get to choose who has access to your energy who has access to spending time with you. When people say, hey, I want to spend time with you, what do we really mean? It's it's saying, I want to spend your energy. I want to be around your energy. And when we uh, want to protect our energy, we have to be careful around who is, is accessing us and um, at the end of the day is filling it back up or if there's a reciprocity taking place. There's a give and take. It feels balanced. The relationship is balanced. It's it equalizes itself out. It feels like it can flow. You feel like you can bring anything into this relationship where you can celebrate your joys. You don't feel judged. You don't feel like there's any secrets. You don't feel like there's any uh, resentment. There's no passive aggressive comments or passive aggressive communication. All of that can feel so draining. And so Pay attention also to the relationships that fill you up 
And then it'll be interesting to kind of notice how you feel around who and why. And just just take notice of that. And and even if you want to journal about it and pay attention to why that is, what is it about this person that makes you feel expansive, that makes you feel joyful, and that you can bring your whole self and not feel judged and that you're celebrated, all parts of you, and which ones don't feel that way? Who are you hiding your good news from? Who are you constantly being comforted by in your pain and misery, but not celebrated in your accomplishments and joy, right? So it's really important to start noticing how the relationships in your life are affecting you because your quality of life really matters. It depends on what kind of relationships you're keeping. I always kind of think about the older I get, it's not the quantity of people around me, but the quality of people, right? The, the quality over the quantity. And it's not to say the other person is wrong or bad or toxic or something's toxic, wrong or bad with you, right? It's just, it just is. Sometimes people come into your life for a season. Sometimes people come in for a short time, a long time, or forever. And sometimes, you know, not. And so just being okay with the different seasons of life, the different seasons that people come in and out of your life and being okay with that and starting to notice um, when it's time to say goodbye or wish you well and, and keep it moving kind of thing. And again, remembering no one's a bad person for doing this. It's just a matter of staying in your alignment, staying in your authenticity, staying in your truth, staying in your power, staying in your self-care, self-love, in your kingdom, in your expansiveness, in your joy, in your light, and the direction you're going with your highest self. And people change and that's okay experiences change us they shift us and we require different things from our friendships from our partners from family and it's okay to change the rules up um if you've been in a relationship for a long time and say hey this actually is a problem for me you never really asked me how i'm doing or hey i feel judged in this relationship can we talk about that and again remembering if this is worth wanting to do and if it's not again you don't have to explain yourself to anyone um and it might hurt and just notice your pattern notice what's coming up for you and I always recommend taking this also to therapy if you're really struggling or taking it to I offer one-on-one life coaching sessions for women and we can do virtual sessions and we really can work through a lot of relationships stuff that come up for women especially in all types of relationships friendships family uh, intimate partners, even with your boss or your uh, coworkers. I talk about this all the time with my clients and there's a lot of aha moments and it takes some time to notice the patterns and notice what fills you up, who fills you up and why um, and doing the work internally to then be able to really feel like you are uh, really getting the most out of life and, and and really enjoying the relationships that you're in and not feeling like you have to hold on to the guilt or the shame and just remember that and hold on to those six ideas of ways that people can drain you and notice what fills you up too if you want to make a comparison list um, of just what fills you up and what drains you and notice on that list just for you um, 
what matters, what's important for you right now in this season of your life. Who do you need around you? Because the people around you really create a lot of what your life will feel like and look like and what fills you up, what drains you and going from there. With that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. See you next Friday where I'll release a new episode. But in the meantime, please check out any of the other episodes and feel free to screenshot them and share them and tag me. I'd love to see. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending time here with me. If you're interested in some one-on-one virtual sessions with me as your life coach, reach out to me at hello aditc.com that's hello at aditc.com go ahead and email me there you can also dm me on instagram or facebook and lastly my therapeutic life healing master course is available for purchase it's on my website once you purchase it you can start right away in the comfort of your own home and go through the three-week course on your own at your own pace and really do the structure that I have set up, which is inner child work, stepping into your power, boundaries, self-care, and really doing the work to build up your confidence to make your dreams come true, whatever that means and looks like for you. Take good care of your hearts. I wish you all the best. And I hope this episode was helpful healing for you on your journey. 